Welcome to another episode of the Principal Liner Notes Podcast. This is Sean Gaylord, and I am coming to you from downtown Raleigh, where I am in attendance at the North Carolina AIM Conference. It's a statewide conference for educators and personnel from all paths and walks in all things North Carolina education, and I'm happy and proud to be here. And I am actually coming to you from my hotel room. As you know, uh, if you've listened to the podcast, I typically do an episode when I've got something on my mind or I have a guest. I don't have a guest and I do have something on my mind. So this will be an impromptu room service episode of the Principal Liner Notes podcast. So... Stay tuned. Today is October the ninth, two thousand and twenty three. This date is significant for Beatle fans because. This would have been John Lennon's 83rd birthday. And it's a poignant day of sorts because when I think of John Lennon, of course I think of him as as being a member of the Beatles and I think about all of his classic solo Beatle hits. But the older I get, I think of John as, as someone who when he died, he was a husband. He was the father to to two sons, uh, both being around five years old and and 15. He was a brother. He was uh, a bandmate. He was a best friend. He he was a collaborator. Uh, He was very much uh, a, a human being. And often, you know, when we we think of John, we, we, we tend to, to think of him as, as a myth, as, as a hero, as, as this icon. And, and I think if, if John Lennon were, were, were listening right now, he, he would immediately shoot down all of those words and just say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm just a man. I'm just a person like, like you with, with things to say. And there is so much about John Lennon and, and his life and his legacy, which, which I have um, kind of trotted upon uh, incessantly in, in the scope and sequence of this podcast. And, and I know that there are others who have gone down that path in a much more eloquent and articulate light than I could ever aspire to. But as I was reflecting upon John Lennon and and what he would be doing today on his 83rd birthday, I I kept kind of going backward and and I kept going back to a a really neat story from Beatles history. And uh, stop me if you've heard this before or if even if I've shared this on this podcast. 
but but I think about the making of the 1968 classic Beatles Hey Jude episode um, Hey Jude song. <laughs> it, sure, it certainly was an episode, um, and uh, I, I've shared about the song here, and and uh, it it is a classic song. Uh, it is one of the Beatles' uh, biggest hits, and it was mainly written by Paul McCartney as as a way to. Um, uh, help Julian Lennon, John's uh, first son, uh, kind of get through and feel better about uh, the divorce of of his parents um, at at the time, and um, the song uh, became something much more than a uh, a little pop song that that the Beatles uh, were known for recording. It is an epic seven minute plus song. And the, uh, the discussion came up uh, when the Beatles were recording this of whether or not to uh, edit the song and, and, and whether to, to abbreviate the song in some way so that one, um, uh, it, it, uh, you know, at the time, no, no one really did long singles. Uh, the pop single in, in the 1960s was about to two and a half minutes, three, three tops. Now, there's a few exceptions to that rule. Bob Dylan, uh, you know, uh, unabashedly uh, released Like a Rolling Stone in 1965, and that was a number one hit. And, and if I'm also not mistaken, maybe around that time, uh, the, the Jimmy Webb composed epic MacArthur Park uh, sung by the actor uh, Richard Harris. That that may have been out at, at the time as well. So the conventions were already being broken for um, the, uh, the the template for a pop song, and then the discussion kind of came up. Well, was was the radio going to play this? Because again, you know, radio stations at that time, and this is pre-MTV, this is pre-YouTube, this is pre-iTunes, pre-Spotify, radio was it. That is, that is how your song was, was played. And, and DJs and programmers and record companies made very uh, intentional decisions uh, for how songs were presented on the radio. And, you know, basically DJs played as, as many hits as, as possible to gain ratings, to gain sponsors, all of those things. And the, this, and I'm not sure who served as devil's advocate for uh, or against uh, the release of, of, of Hey Jude in its long form. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. It's a little early here in Raleigh. Um, but it, it, it came up like, well, they're not going to play the song. It's too long. Radio does not play long, long songs. They're, they're, they're not going to do that. They're not going to play this song, no matter how good it is and how great it is. They're not going to play this this long song. And John Lennon, in, in that naturally quick, uh, beautifully wrought wit of his, retorted back, they will if it's us. Let you savor that moment for just a second, and then we'll pick up on that in the next segment. They will if it's us. What a bold, bold statement uh, to to say. And, And if you think about it, 
It's true. They will if it's us. When John Lennon retorted back, they will if it's us in relation to the reasoning for not editing Hey Jude at all. One interpretation can be seen as it's it's a level of bravado and, and arrogance on the part of John Lennon. You know, the Beatles, the biggest group in the world. How dare they? They're, they're not going to... to um, diminish anything that that we will do because we're a great band well that's one way of of looking at it and 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 maybe he meant that i wasn't in the room in 1968 when they recorded hey jude but here's a different take on that and here's a different thought if you will they on on the on the statement they will if it's us John Lennon was, in essence, the leader of the Beatles. He, he started the band. He, he basically um, had, had, had a vision and, and uh, you know, pull, pulled in Paul. And, and, then, and then Paul uh, pulled in George. And, and then all three of them pulled in Ringo. And I think when, when John Lennon said, they will if it's us... I think in, in many ways, that's John showing his belief in the vision of the Beatles. And it's also John Lennon showing belief in his bandmates, belief in his collaborators, belief in, in the power and the majesty of, of a song that was in essence written by Paul McCartney, belief in, in, in his partner and belief in his songwriting ability, belief in, in, in George Harrison and, and, and Ringo Starr and their contributions to the song and, and, and how the sum of all those parts add to a greater whole that John Lennon was proud of and he also believed in. And as, as I get ready to depart and, and press publish on this particular episode, my question to you is, what is your retort? What is, what is it that, that you believe in about your organization, your department, your schoolhouse, your, your grade level, your, your project? What, what is it that you believe in that, that you are ready and willing to take a stand for and to fight for and to believe in unabashedly? Think about that today and, and maybe jot that down. Maybe call in your team or, or department or faculty or, or whoever it is that's, that's lucky to have you and, and share that with them. And maybe even share this podcast or share this story and, and urge your collaborators, well, what is it about us that is worth fighting for and worth standing for and, and worth putting our 
our necks out on the line for? What is it? What is it that is is it about us that will say they will if it's us? Consider that. Happy birthday, John Lennon. Thank you so much for changing my life and, and changing the lives of, of so many. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning in and, and kind of dealing with some ramblings on an early morning in downtown Raleigh. I look forward to connecting and learning with you. Please be sure to tune in to the previous episode of this podcast in which I was lucky to have the return of Megan Lawson on the podcast, and we discussed our learnings and insights from that wonderfully wrought work of art of a series, The Bear. So tune in for that episode and stay tuned for some other upcoming episodes. I've got a couple of uh, guests coming down uh, the pike and I'm excited to, to share our conversations. If at any point you'd like to connect with me, feel free to connect with me um, on Twitter or Instagram at SM Gaylord. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn at Sean Gaylord. And you can always... Um, tag me in, in a post or tag me using the hashtag principal liner notes. Don't forget to share with the world your dreams, your visions, your ideas, and your hopes because the world needs them and you help make the world a better place. This is the principal liner notes podcast. This is Sean Gaylord. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you on the flip side.